You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Afternoon Drive with Mongani Bingwa. Live. Online. The 702 app. DSTV. And 92.7 and 106 FM. Now, how many people on this earth can count themselves as having been named one of the 12 brightest young minds in the world? Not in South Africa, not in Southern Africa, not in Africa, but in the world. What greater honor can be bestowed on you than being chosen as one of South Africa's 21 icons in that series, of course, or indeed be featured on Time magazine. That's who's hot right now, indeed. Uh, that's time. Uh, it's time for that feature, of course, Ludwig Marishane. He's the founder and MD of Headboy Industries and is the country's youngest patent filer after having invented dry bath at the grand ripe age of 17. Wow, wow, wow. I've been looking forward to this discussion. Ludwig, welcome to the Afternoon Drive. Thank you very much for having me, Bongani. You are who's hot right now. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you and I were attending an event together and it was around how to, I suppose, uh, stimulate businesses in South Africa. And you stood up and you challenged all the narratives around transformation. And you were saying that we're just not doing enough to encourage entrepreneurs. This idea of in you know creating a new pie baking a new pie instead of spreading slices of what already exists yeah um i think the event was the black book they're no longer calling it little now um so yeah the big uh feedback or conversation that was happening at the event was that you know not enough is being done for transformation um not enough funding is made available to entrepreneurs etc cetera, etc cetera. and i fundamentally believe that if you're going to transform the economy, you really need to focus on the black rand and keeping the black rand in black hands for as long as possible before it leaves the community. And fundamentally, it's the fact that if you look at other communities, whether it's Indians, um, Jewish, et cetera, et cetera, they tend to spend money amongst themselves. So that rand will circulate between, say, eight families before it goes into black hands or it goes into someone who's outside of that social group. And for me, it was to say, we as black people weren't doing enough of that. So the minute I make a million, the first thing I do is I get a place in Santon or I get a car, which I'm going to buy from a dealership in Santon. I don't go and get that same Range Rover in Soweto and encourage somebody in Soweto to start a dealership and then keep that money in black hands, essentially. So let's take a step back. You've brought a sample of dry bath and soak it. Talk to me about what made you think about this innovation at the grand old age of 17. And for those of uh, our listeners who've never heard what dry bath is, what is it? So essentially the idea came about from the fact that in high school we used to use the bucket bathing method to stay clean. So you boil water in a kettle, there's no geezer, you pour it in a little bit of a bowl, you wash yourself. Um, being black, you're taught to use as much soap as possible. So the water is supposed to be gray when you're done with it to show that you're clean. Um, not knowing that the majority of that gray is just the soap you used rather than dirt that actually came off your skin. Um, so at 17, a friend of mine didn't want to bathe uh, because... It's inconvenient. It's not a great way to stay clean. So I started working on this idea of a waterless hygiene solution. And fast forward six years later, uh, three years without even having a prototype, we developed the product. And essentially, it's a gel that removes full body odor. Because one of the questions we really set out to answer during uh, the process of developing the product was, what does it mean for somebody to be clean? And if you talk to the average person on the street, they'll say, I need water, I need soap, I need all these different things uh, for me to feel clean. Our experiments showed us that it was change of clothes, perfume, um, water on the skin, even the quiet time alone is actually what defines cleanliness. 
but the most fundamental one was order removal. So, for example, if I asked you, you have an option of two ways to stay clean for the rest of your life. Option number one is the most luxurious shower that you can imagine. I mean, perfect temperature water, pulsating shower head, an imaginary male or female hand that comes out from the back and scrubs <laughs> you up exactly the way wow. you want to be scrubbed up. Right. But it never you're removes. Selling that, you're selling that very well. No, no, but there's a caveat for it is you never remove full body odor with that wash. Right. Ah. So that's option number one. Option number two, you bathe in a bucket every single day of your life, but it removes full body odor. Right. Our experiments showed that the majority of people would opt for the bucket bath simply because people define cleanliness on odor, not on dirt. You never rub your skin and say, look at all this dirt on my skin. I need a shower. You smell yourself. You say, I need a shower. So why is it that you shower to remove body odor when if you stepped into a, a smelly kitchen, you don't clean the whole kitchen. You take the bin out because that's what's smelling. So what... Where can it be used? I mean, what was the thinking around, you know, obviously once it moved from your friend who didn't want to take a bath or at mm-hmm. least um, a, a Vascom bath, to yep. call it that, where can it practically be used today? So practically it can be used by anybody who basically finds a normal bath inconvenient or awkward. That was the logical, the, the positioning change from where we were. So when I started, the idea was people without water, it's a social enterprise venture, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then what we realized was the majority of those people actually couldn't afford the product and they had the biggest hurdle in understanding the product compared to somebody who did have water. So for example, when I graduated from UCT, we found that our biggest market was um, the European market. So as I said, now we export 80% of our product to Europe, the US. So people with water and they're paying an average of about 50 rand per wash that they're using the product for. Whereas in Africa, I've struggled to sell the product for even more than five rand a wash simply because the economics are not there. So it's still too expensive. And even then the people I'm selling it to are the ones who've been taught the most that you need water to wash yourself. Whereas the people who invented the bath actually know that bathing every day or even twice a day dries out your skin. It's terrible for you. And you're actually not supposed to be doing that. They bathe the least now. All right. We'll be having more of a conversation with Ludwig. Of course, we've been focusing on entrepreneurship the entire month of November. He's uh, one of the 12 brightest minds in the world, young minds in the world and an inventor. And I imagine, uh, you know, if you're a military uh, person, for example, armies around the world will have some interest in this product. Uh, give us a call, 011-8830702 to reflect on this journey of entrepreneurship. And of course, coming up a little bit later on, we'll be our rapid fire questioning. 702. 702. Bongani Bingwa. Wrapping up your day. Indeed, we are. We are speaking to Ludwig Marishane, who is, of course, who's hot right now. And Ludwig, you are obviously so much more than just uh, the product dry bath. Talk to me about what Headboy is and the idea of product development and commercialization as a company. So, our philosophy for business is that. Businesses should be treated like experiments, like a scientific experiment. Um, when we started Dry Bath, we were trying to solve the problem of hygiene. Um, and I think what I've personally grown to realize is we're in the business of developing talent, essentially on this continent. So the reason I say talent is because I develop a product like Dry Bath so that people without water can actually have the dignity of cleaning themselves so they can be at school, at work, etc. All these different things that they need to develop themselves. And one of the big things that 
evidenced itself when we graduated from UCT trying to recruit um, our fellow classmates to join the business was that there's a huge shortage of supply for talent. So we actually developed a solution around helping university graduates finish university. Um, the way we started it was to say, could we actually solve the problem? And if we could solve the problem, we found a client who was willing to actually fund the solution that we developed. It was quite expensive. So it provided private mentoring, uh, private tutoring, provided professional development interventions, and the total cost was sitting at about 40,000 rand per year per student, which is almost like paying for a second degree. But we started with Coronation in the Western Cape at UCT. We did great stuff for them. We actually cut their dropout rate, um, increased the employability rates, and we've, over the past three years, managed to cut the cost of the program down to 20,000. And the goal is to build a solution that can double the graduation rate in the next 10 years. Perhaps now, in retrospect, it's not quite the same thing. I mean, talking to you today uh, is a very different thing from what you might have been experiencing, let's even say, 10 years ago. How do you as a young person deal with corporates who have, I don't know, a different mindset, particularly about what young people are capable of? Um, my solution is to get more young people into those corporates. Um, so that's the whole logic of it is, yeah, in South Africa, half the people who get into university never make it out. Um, we need to get these guys properly skilled and relevant for the workplace and actually have them penetrate that. And even then, a lot of the social ills we talk about. So from healthcare, where we have poor nursing, uh, poor doctoring, um, we've got overworked teachers, overworked doctors, etc. The only way to solve that problem is to add more skills and more capacity. And for me, it's you're spending so much uni- money at, on universities, either through scholarships, bursaries, etc. The best thing you could do is spend the extra 20-25% to make sure that these people actually finish what they started and we can use them as the labor force that the country needs. All right, Ludwig, we've got a call for you. Stephen, good afternoon. Hi, how are you, Bongani? I'm very well, Stephen. Talk to us. Talk to, Lu- to Ludwig. Good. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say hi, uh, Ludwig. Hi, and, Stephen. Uh, uh, Ludwig, you're talking to Stephen, uh, ex Maryville basketball coach. Oh, snap! That was my basketball coach in grade 8, eight. Maryville, yeah. Yes. Stephen, what do you want to say to Ludwig? No, I just want to congratulate him for uh, the good work that he's doing and I uh, wish him all the best. And yeah, I'm actually uh, uh, inspired and moved. And very proud, no doubt. I'm very proud. Yeah, I'm, very proud. I'm, I'm thankful. You know, this guy, I, I wasn't one of the best players on the team, but I think my tenacity and my commitment always made sure that he he let me play play on the in the games. I really appreciated that. And you've got the height too to prove it. Stephen, thank you very much for that call. All right, what we'll do at this point is we do what we call rapid fire. Okay. We've got to fire away some questions. You're not allowed to hesitate. You're not allowed to repeat them. And uh, you've got to give your answer as quickly as possible. And you do have all of 60 seconds. Are you ready? I can close my eyes, right? You can close your eyes, indeed. That might help you concentrate. Very smart. Thomas, are you ready? I'm ready. Start the clock. Your favorite local destination? Cape Town. Book you're currently reading? Um, uh, The Way of the Superior Man. Passion or grit? Uh, Both. Passion or grit? Passion. If you could choose to swap lives with someone, who would it be with? Um, Probably Elon Musk. Your most admirable trait? Um... My tenacity. Do it yourself or pay for the service? Um, pay. Couch potato or the outdoors? Um, outdoors. Night owl or early riser? Night owl. Toffolux or Cadbury eclairs? Uh, uh, Cadbury. <laughs> Cadbury. <laughs> Mummy's boy or daddy's boy? 
Ah, uh, mommy's boy. Colgate or toothpaste? Ah, uh, Colgate. How do you like your masonja? Uh, I like them with some onions and some tomato. Some a masu with sugar or without? Never. Never with sugar. Uh, mommy's boy or daddy's boy? Uh, we covered that already. Uh, did we cover that one? All right. Favorite local series? Um, Ah, all right, and our 60 seconds are over. Uh, Ludwig, you've been an absolute revelation and inspiration. Congratulations on all your success, and we look forward to watching your career grow and get to even bigger heights. And thank you for coming in. You are Who's Hot Right Now.